0: Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program,
1: press 1. You have pressed 2.
2: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
1: Today on the podcast, Zach, we are entering the bank of Nicki Minaj.
0: You might have seen Nicki Minaj has been giving away her money on...
1: Twitter, is it? I think it's on Twitter. She's basically like a a used car salesman from the 90s who was like, the deals I'm doing are ridiculous. I've got so much money and it's (laughs) got to go. That's basically what Nicki Minaj is doing. People have been hitting her up on Twitter for money for their student loans, for maybe a new computer, a new camera, and she's just throwing it out left, right and centre. And we were not people on this show, Zach, to miss out on an opportunity.
0: No, Dom, you came up with an
1: idea. Mm.
0: You think that you can get Nicki in. I said, I don't think she'll come in, Dom. I don't
1: think she'll come in late at night. (laughs) In Australia. (laughs) Uh, Look, it was ambitious of me. She hasn't rocked up yet, but I am hopeful, Zach, that before the end of the podcast, Nicki Minaj will join us in studio... Uh, to help approve or reject loans that people want from her.
0: Do we have the studio ready? Is it at the right temperature? Do we have the snacks that she wanted? Well, the what, right drinks? What
1: was Nicki Minaj's rider? Did, did you get a copy of that?
0: No, it went straight to you.
1: It went straight... Oh, crap. I need to look into that. All right, well, we need to get into the podcast and I'll start sorting this stuff out.
0: You go to your lolly jaw. Yep. <laughs> see what you got. Yep. I think um, <laughs> if you got Killer Pythons... Okay. She likes anacondas. <laughs> So that should help.
2: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google History.
0: Right now, Dom, I feel like you can learn a lot about someone by the things they Google. That's why each week I go through your Google History, pick out my three favorites, and you have to explain why you Googled what you Googled. Now, we get a lot of questions about this, and a lot of people are like, this isn't... Real, obviously. They're just making up the Googles. Dom, can you please confirm <laughs> yeah. that these are real things you've Googled?
1: I saw somebody comment on a video we put up with this saying, it's obviously set up. And all I can say to that person is, I wish. <laughs> Honestly, I, re- I wish it was set up. But no, these are all legitimate Googles.
0: The first thing you Googled, Dom, you really wanted to know because you Googled it twice, four hours <laughs> apart. Sunday at 4.43pm and again at 9.10pm. What is Raisin Toast? <laughs> I would have thought there was um, a couple of pretty big clues in the title.
1: I didn't get the answers I want from the first Google site. So I went back for a second one. I didn't mean... It's self-explanatory. Well, It's, uh, it's no, no, no. toast with raisins in it. Well, Yeah, but I know that. My 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 question isn't so much about what composes raisin toast, but what category does it fit in? Is it a health snack? Is it, Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Because it's raisins, right? That's a fruit, isn't it? Uh, yeah. the grapes. Grapes, it's a fruit, right? So it's a fruit. Is it a, like, is it a health snack? Is it a dessert? What is the origins of raisin toast?
0: Um, just... Do you mean what time of day are you allowed to eat oh, it? Oh,
1: well, I just had raisin toast and I wanted to know if I've had a treat or I've, you know, been good to my diet.
0: How much butter did you put on it?
1: <laughs> fair bit. <laughs> okay,
0: mate. I wouldn't be doing that too often.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair call. Anyway, uh, my quest for raisin toast still goes on and so that might pop up again next week. <laughs>
0: Next thing you do a Wednesday at five thirteen AM. How to contact Bert Newton.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have said before that you look like Bert Newton's son. <laughs> do you want to reach out to Papa?
1: Long lost family reunion. No, I I was um, watching some old Bert's Family Feud. You know how before Grand Den you did Family Feud, Bert did it?
0: Vaguely,
1: Burt's Family Feud. It was a great show on Channel 10. I was watching back some Burt's Family Feud bits on on YouTube. Mm. And you know he's been in the news a bit lately. He's been in and out of hospital. Things haven't been great. I just wanted to send a fan letter. Oh really? Just like an email saying, "I hope everything's good." I'm a bit. I love Bert Newton, and I feel like maybe he's not getting much of that right now.
0: Did you find a contact?
1: Uh, I found his management, but they mm. only had get this. They only had a postal address, no emails. They said we don't. We're not contactable via email.
0: I know you've been writing letters lately. <laughs> Did you pen one out to Bert? I
1: haven't yet, but it is on the agenda. I might do it. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't super invested, but I thought I'd look into it at least.
0: Jeez, <laughs> oh, the things that happen <laughs> in your mind at five a.m. Monday, 4.09am. What does it mean when you dream about hash browns?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, this, that was this morning. Yeah. I dreamt um, that I was... Well, obviously, you know what I dreamt about, hash browns. Mm. Um, just like, But not like that I was having a hash brown, but basically swimming in hash browns. So I had an oversupply of hash browns, and what well, are talking, hundreds of them. Mm. And I want to know what it means. Do you know there's actually a dream interpretation for hash browns? means uh, apparently I'm having money troubles. Yep. That's what it said.
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> or you're eating way too many hash <laughs> browns. I would have thought that was the obvious explanation. That was the second one at all.
1: I'm going with the money troubles one.
2: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
0: Dom, over the weekend I had an experience that I will put into the category, the ever-expanding category mm-hmm. of duped by a salesman. <laughs> Or attempted dupings by a salesman.
1: Oh, did you catch this salesman out before they duped you? I was pre duped. You were pre
0: duped? Um, Dom, I was having a walk around my neighborhood on the weekend with my wife Sarah. Mm. And uh, we went to inspect a house. Okay. Um it was like a organized inspection. <laughs> right. It wasn't a break and enter. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? So we're walking around it's and an there's open an home. open house. It's yeah. like open for inspection, and so we went and had a look.
1: So this wasn't uh, this wasn't Like, you weren't looking for a house. You just happened to walk past an open home and thought, well, we've got some time. We'll pop in.
0: We'll pop in. We pop in. We're not intending to buy. Yep. I look at the house the same way that I'd look at a painting in an art gallery. (laughs) Sure. Do you know what I mean? I know I'll never be able to afford it, but it's nice to look at. Yeah. You know, I'm never going to own one for myself. Yeah. But you can appreciate the beauty.
1: It's fun to be a bit nosy. I think everyone feels that.
0: Uh, So we're looking around and we get the flyer that they hand out. They have like a printout of the house details. And I'm looking at the house and the house looks really good in the flyer. Yeah. Like, this house looks amazing. Start looking around. And I'm like, there's something off here. This house... Like, had they given me the wrong flyer? Or... Right, so
1: what, the, it looked newer, nicer, bigger in I couldn't in the put flyer. my finger on it. Okay, right. There was
0: yeah. just something weird. Went out in the front, mm. and I realized this amazing little cottage with this beautifully manicured garden, yeah. in reality, was this 60-year-old house surrounded by dirt. And then I realized what they had done. Mm. They had colored in all the dirt in the photo green. What? <laughs> 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 It looked like grass. They had photoshopped the photo.
1: They'd photoshopped grass into the photo. No, not grass. Just (laughs) coloured the dirt green. Just green from Microsoft Paint. And you had to like (laughs) really zoom in to
0: see it. But I'm like, that's definitely not grass.
1: Really? So I wondered, my first thought was maybe that they had put, like when they took the photo, there was grass and they'd since dug it up. No,
0: because I could see the bleed on the edges. Like they hadn't been super clean on some of the edges. So like you could see the green go up onto the walls and stuff like that of the house. They like, had done a rush job.
1: Like grass is known to do. <laughs> just grow onto the side of the house. And
0: my first thought was, Dom, photoshopping a yeah. house. The house was beautiful just the way it was. Al <laughs> <El> natural.
1: <laughs> Don't you think? Oh, well, I've always said that it promotes unhealthy house image for, for the other houses. That's what I, I think. You? That
0: house is in that street. It's yes. looking beautiful. It doesn't need any unrealistic expectations put on it.
1: Well, you didn't bring it up with the, the real estate agent, did you? No, because I
0: only realized walking away. I told right. my friend about it the next night. And he said he was living in a house, like renting a house that was sold. And Mm. he's like, they did it for that house as well.
1: Oh, no. uh, They green the grass. I don't know if they're allowed to do this. I don't think they are either. Because, I mean, I know that you can use maybe colourful language, not quite (laughs) colourful language, but fancy language in the description. (laughs) Yeah. You know, beautiful three-bedroom, spacious home. But I don't know if you can physically alter what it looks like.
0: Well, Dom, I was walking away from this house inspection.
1: Yeah. So let down, Mm. because
0: who would have thought that... A real estate agent <laughs> would try to mislead someone. Oh. Who would have thought? Out of anybody. I honestly
1: believe they had my best interests at heart.
2: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
1: Zach, this story's been going around a bit today. Uh, Nikki Minaj has gone and become the best friend of pretty much all uni students around the world. In uh, what I'll say I didn't see coming in her career.
0: Is this her giving away her money?
1: Yeah. Pretty that's, Or is she that's... giving it
0: away or is she loaning it?
1: Uh, from what I can understand, it's this is a gift. This oh, is not a, a loan system.
0: You don't have to pay it back because it no. would be annoying <laughs> to get a knock on the door in 10 years from Nikki saying that... <laughs> There's been some interest, uh, so the sh- and uh, the the amount you owe has now gone
1: up. <laughs> oh, you mean maybe when Superbase is no longer topping the charts <laughs> yeah. and she needs the money back? Um, no, look, basically the story here is out of the blue. This is completely out of nowhere. Nikki Minaj has taken to Twitter and started offering to help uh, uni students with their study expenses. Okay, so people are tweeting her saying, you know, hey Nikki, can you spot me? Basically, so here's some examples. Uh, Leah tweeted her saying, "I only need fifteen hundred and forty eight dollars to enrol in school for next semester in uni," and Nikki said. Gotcha covered. Uh, this is uh, Onika said I owe like seven hundred dollars in financial aid. Can you help me out there? Nikki's like, okay, sure. This is my favorite one. Uh, Nicholas tweeted at Nikki Minaj saying, "I'm going to study production in audiovisual media and I need a professional camera. Can you help me?" Mm. She says, "Like a good mother, of course. How much is the camera?" <laughs> this is amazing. She just out of nowhere decided she's gonna she's gonna basically become the hex debt system.
0: I guess for her. Mm. Seven hundred dollars is kind of like throwing some coins into a buskin's <laughs> guitar case. Do you you're know right. what I mean? Like it—it doesn't bother her. She's got a lot of money, so she she can share it around.
1: This could be the equivalent of yeah of a busk for her. This is her entertainment for the afternoon. Why not? I'll help you out. Mm-hmm. But the amazing thing is that now, if you are after a bit of a loan, if you're short for cash, you can now go to the bank. Maybe you can hit up your mum and dad, mm. or just one of the world's top artists. Why not? Nicki Minaj. So here's what I want to do: thirteen, ten, sixty. You know, the bank of Nicki. It's open and she's taking requests. If you would like a bit of a loan, we have Nikki here on hand to approve or reject your loans. Like you never okay. try your luck with Nikki, right? She might give you the money you're after.
0: Because usually the conversation in a bank, when you ask for a loan, you're yes. in a small room yeah. with a banking executive. Sure. Are we now in a room with Nikki? Are we? <laughs>
1: That's it, right? And normally in that small room with the banking executive, you have to go through all this paperwork. Mm. None of that tonight. No. You just say, "Hey, Nikki, can you spot me twenty bucks for a macaroon?" So dinner? you
0: actually want me to do this? Yeah,
1: give, give me a shot here. I've will got Nikki, Nikki give me an answer? Nikki will give you an answer. Oh, okay. What do you want? What are you asking Nikki for a loan for?
0: Oh, hi, Nikki. Um... Zach here. Hello. Nice to meet you. It's um, Mother's Day this weekend, and I'd like to give my mum a really big bunch of flowers, but I don't have much money. So could you spot me some money for some flowers?
2: You told your story so beautifully. You took me into your world. Thank you. I believe you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes. Oh, there we go. Oh, Nikki's... Nikki, thank you so much. My mum's going to love that. And and just tell Mrs. Mander these come courtesy of Nikki Minaj. Oh. beautiful. I can't believe that worked. That's so easy. <laughs> uh, Thirteen, ten, sixty. Look, uh, we've got Nikki in for the next five-ish minutes. The bank of Nikki is open. Jane in Penrith. What do you want to ask Nikki for a loan for? Um, it's my husband's birthday, and I want to celebrate it with Nikki. Oh, oh with good idea. So, what what are your thoughts, Jane? Um, I want to take him out to a seafood
0: buffet and a couple of his friends with us. Jane, could I ask, yep. are you hoping that Nikki
1: comes with you, or are you just hoping for the oh, loan? Oh, definitely. Yes, okay. look, definitely. All of them. Jeez, I don't know if Nikki is going to be open to that. Uh, N- Nikki, I mean, how do you feel about, about going to dinner with Jane? You came in here poised, and I love your attitude. Oh, she was a bit delayed there, Jane, but that's, that's a positive, <laughs> isn't it? She likes yeah. your attitude. And awesome. what's the final answer, Doug? Well, we need an answer, Nikki. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, Nikki's oh, going wow. to Penrith. Thank you. Nikki's oh,
0: like, How exciting for the people of Penrith.
1: Send that to the Daily Telegraph. <laughs> Nikki's touching down in Penrith shortly. Uh, Derek in Sydney. Uh, what do you want to ask Nikki for a loan for? I'm asking Nikki for a loan for uh, put into my wedding. Your wedding? Wedding. Okay. 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 So when's the wedding, Derek? Uh, September. September.
0: No, it's a dumb question. When we ask Nikki about this loan, mm. do you think she'll answer more quickly?
1: Uh, <laughs> she was just over uh, taking a phone call by the printer. Okay, she's back over, she's back over she? here now. <laughs> so I'll, I'll run it by uh, by Nikki. Uh, Nikki, what do you think? Derek's wedding? A Billion Sicilian. Yes. Oh, there you go, oh, you're getting Derek. Getting some money
0: for your yeah, wedding, yeah. Derek. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> uh,
1: uh, how much do you want, actually? By the way, Derek, I should just ask.
0: Oh. I'm not too sure. Not too <laughs> sure? Lots
1: of money for it, yeah. Okay, well, look, we'll, we, we can sort out the finer details in the paperwork later, but... Oh,
0: we should highlight also, the next step after getting approved by Nikki on the show is to tweet her.
1: Yes, that's true. You do <laughs> have to just say, hey, that's Nikki. That's the final step. Just say, hey, Nikki, I just chatted to you on Collective Now. <laughs>
0: She'll do this funny thing where she won't know what you're talking about.
1: Uh, Jen in Sydney, you're the last person into the bank of Nikki Minaj tonight. What do you want to ask Nikki for? Uh, I wouldn't mind she would pay off my credit card bill for me. Oh, great idea, credit Jen. Credit card bill. Uh, well, Jen, yeah. okay, well, we'll put that straight to Nikki. We'll see what she thinks. Um, oh, sorry, Nikki, should over buy the printer again.
0: by the printer again.
1: Nikki, you're doing so much printing. Come, Come back. On, Nikki, we need you here to request Jen's request. What do you think? Pay off a credit card? Oh, God. Oh, Jen. I mean, that doesn't sound positive. Uh, Nikki, no. Nikki, is that a yes or a no? The answer is no. Oh, oh Jen. Jen. I'm
0: sorry.
1: Jen, you know what? Sometimes it might just be the luck of the draw that you were last in line after a long day of financing loans and maybe she just was worn out. To
0: be honest, I reckon she's too busy with Jan in Penrith having yes. a seafood buffet. She doesn't have <laughs> time for credit cards.
1: <laughs> well, look, I think we can declare the Bank of Nikki is now closed.
2: I'll uh, let her... <laughs> too much
0: money on printing. <laughs>
2: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
0: Now, Dom, with Mother's Day coming up this weekend, the food company Kraft has done a study and they found that 74% of mothers have sworn in front of their kids before.
1: Can I just say, Mm. I love to see Kraft diversifying. The cheese singles have been a classic for so long and now they're out there doing scientific research. It's great.
0: It's an odd combination, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it is. Uh, and I do like to think the scientists, while doing the survey, were having cheese singles. Well,
0: they've actually diversified even more because they didn't stop at the study. Right, they okay. found out that statistic. Yes. And then they've also released an ad
1: mm.
0: promoting ideas of what mums could say instead of swear words. You might say, what the frog? You're acting like flipping goof nuggets. Take that horse hockey outside. Or you can say... Get off your monkey-flunking tablet and get your shit-talkie mushrooms ready for soccer practice.
1: I dumb. Need, can I say, do I need to press the dumb button for any of that? Is that all appropriate? No, see, that's the beauty of it. See? Right.
0: Because what a great idea they've come out with That's with craft. It yeah. goes, you don't. No one has to swear anymore. You can use those words, and mm. they mean the exact same thing. They get the same point across, but no one's offended. We don't have to dump on the radio dumb. Yep. So I've gone to the liberty of adjusting, slightly editing yeah. some of the world's most famous uh, swear words in movies to be some of these more craft-friendly words, and I think you'll agree. Okay. That there's no change. They're just as powerful. So
1: you're saying that, Bob, with the help of craft, you could make any film family friendly? I think so. Wow, okay.
0: I think the first one we have there, Dom, is it The Wolf of Wall Street?
1: Yes. My killers who will not take no for an answer, who will not hang up the phone until their client either buys or... F- Flipping. dies.
0: <laughs> Do you feel like that that scene is any less powerful...
1: Um, I think it was absolutely seamless, to be honest. That's yeah. ex- that's exceptional. I didn't even pick up on it.
0: Now, Bruce Willis in Die Hard had a very famous catchphrase that we're not allowed to say on the radio. Of course not. However, if it was like this, we would be. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay!
1: Motherless mother- goat. <laughs>
0: Do you think that would have had as much cut through?
1: (laughs) I think that might be just before he blows something up in the film. And I've got to say, I think it works spectacularly well.
0: The last one, Dom, I think the greatest movie that's ever been made, Snakes on a Plane.
1: (laughs) Oh, out there with the classics.
0: I think if we added these craft swear words, it would be even better.
1: Enough is enough! I have had it with these monkey flunking snakes on this
0: monkey flunking plane! (laughs) Just seamless, isn't it? Just as powerful, just as meaningful, (laughs) and
1: we don't have to dump
2: This is Collective Noun with Zach and
1: Dom. Uh, Zach, listeners of the show would know that uh, last week, my dream came true um, when I got to sing a song that includes that very lyric, my dream came true. Angels brought me here. It was my debut performance as a singer on the show.
0: That's right, Dom. You Googled how to know if you're a good singer. Mm. So we thought we'd put it to the test. We asked the people of the country to vote on your singing. Um, Inconclusive was the result we found.
1: Well, I would say that a career was started and a star was born.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Dom
1: Faye singing
0: Angels Brought Me Here.
1: It's been a long and winding journey. A bit off. But I'm finally here tonight. You're gonna have to bring it back, mate. (laughs) Picking up the pieces and walking back into the light. Angels brought me here. Now, I know that it's probably pretty annoying to hear that because it's been all over the media and all over Facebook for the past week, and Mm -hmm. you probably heard it enough times. But that was the moment, Zach. History was made on the show.
0: Are you? How do you feel listening back to that?
1: Um, you know what I? It was a big night for me, Zach. Mm-hmm. It was a really big night for me. A career did begin, a dream did start, and um, I've been considering my options over the weekend. You know what's next for me? So, I
0: don't think anything should be next well, <laughs> because listening back to that more than ever reinforced my well, opinion. Can I just say you can't
1: sing? <laughs> uh, I've been considering Broadway offers have been coming in by Untrue. the dozen. Um,
0: Broadway, America. <laughs>
1: Uh, been considering uh, maybe an album and then maybe it's time to to do a special on TV all these things have crossed maybe a national tour Mm. right Uh, and I do want to say that after giving it a lot of thought I've made a decision I've welcomed the nation's press uh, to come along today Zach for my announcement okay that's
0: what all these guys were doing (laughs) in here with their cameras
1: (laughs) so I'd just like to uh, read out a bit of a statement I appreciate how
0: quiet they were (laughs) before you welcomed them in that was nice
1: Uh, if you want to ask some questions after I make my statement feel free To my family, uh, my manager, that's you, Zach, and everybody who's ever supported my music, I wanted you to be the first to know this big news about my career. Mm -hmm. Following an overwhelming reaction to my debut performance on the show last week, I've made the very difficult decision to retire from the music industry. Mm -hmm. I'm a believer in going out on top, and after considering it over the weekend, I've decided it would be foolish of me to think I could ever improve upon perfection. I've loved my days in the music industry and we'll be releasing a best of album shortly to commemorate the memories. Once again, thank you for all the support.
0: I have a question. Oh uh, yes. Um I thought you said you're going out on top.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: So why now?
1: <laughs> well, there's nothing to compare it to. I mean, comparatively, it is on top.
0: You're doing the less popular going out at rock bottom. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that, look, that is uh, that is another way of phrasing it. I, I, I want to make something very clear as well. What's that? To you and to anyone listening in. I am not ruling out a John Farnham-style comeback at some <laughs> stage in my future. I reckon
0: if I asked you to sing right now, oh. you would. <laughs> Do you want me to? No, I really don't. <laughs> and in all seriousness, our producer came in before and mm. said, Dom, all jokes aside, yes. he's played music all his life. Yep. He's an accomplished pianist. Yes, he is. He said, Dom, you are a very bad singer. <laughs> And you need to stop pretending that you can sing.
1: I just think everyone's got different tastes. (laughs) That's my read on it. I've had a great career. I've loved (laughs) it so far. And thank you, Australia.
2: <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
0: This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News.
1: <laughs> Making Out of Context News tonight, George Columbara spoke about Matt Preston's love of eating at buffets. Obviously now he's not allowed to, and he, and he which is fair enough, because it would just be wrong, and, you
0: know. Also, Delta Goodrum had KFC for the first time.
2: Like, I... I, I feel overwhelmed with like a sense of, where have you been on my life? How did I not discover this younger...
1: And Donald Trump was asked for his thoughts on the hamburger. I really, you know, have no comment on him. People are saying, is he sane? I have no idea. Right across
2: Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
0: If you've listened to the show before, you know that each week we ask, beg, Nate plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun
1: Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And it is such an affordable day out with the family, the Collective Noun Forum. All you have to pay to get into the forum is a five-star review on the iTunes podcast store. You search for Collective Noun, leave your five-star rating, and then you are in, Zach, and you've got a whole day of fun ahead of you.
0: What do we have on the forum tonight, Dom?
1: Firstly, Zach, Emma's gotten in touch, uh, referencing a bit of a chat we had, a very important chat we had on the show a few weeks ago about uh, the worst chocolate in a box of favourites.
0: I think we had differing
1: opinions. No surprises.
0: It was heated. (laughs) Um, What did I say? I don't even remember.
1: I think you might have gone against the Moro. Is my memory?
0: Well, I don't love the Moro. I mean, I don't mind the Moro as a chocolate. It's more just what it stands for, (laughs) which is what plagiarism. (laughs) No, I don't want to officially say that. Okay, well then I just feel like that it's kind of copying the Mars bar.
1: Okay, well, which one do you hate? The violet crumble or the crunchy?
0: Uh, Both of them. Dislike both of them. Different reasons? Uh, I don't think they taste good.
1: Okay, right. Well, that's a valid reason to not like a chocolate. I also
0: feel like that we're exploiting bees.
1: (laughs) I think they'd be happy to be part of a chocolate, wouldn't they? No. No?
0: It's well known that bees hate chocolate.
1: Um, well, there's bee facts. We don't get enough bee facts on the show. Should we do bee facts? I think we should have a sting at least for bee facts. Every Mm. time we we have a bee
0: fact. The problem with that would be that after we use the sting, this segment (laughs) would die. (laughs)
2: So that would be uh, unfortunate.
1: That that is uh, you know what? Cut that up. We're sending that for the Radio Awards. Uh, yeah, let's do Nothing it. Nothing else needs to be entered. Um, <laughs> Emma has just got in touch to let us know, Zach, because I think I mentioned that the Moro is the only chocolate in the box of favourites that you can't buy separately. You can't buy a full size Moro bar. Yeah, she's let us know that in Sydney you can buy a full size Moro bar with a proof, uh, a picture for proof.
0: Oh, thank you, Emma, and I really appreciate you attaching a picture as well. Mm. Dom. I feel like I have also seen full-size Morrow Bars. <laughs> have you? Yeah. I remember when you said it, I was thinking,
1: <laughs> I think you can. Do you know what? It might just be that I haven't. <laughs> that, that Which would be it. a
0: surprise because you know that confectionery aisle off by Hut. Yes.
1: So maybe we don't have them in Queensland. Can I just say, you know how last, uh, I think it was last week on the forum, um, you mentioned the furry friends and I'd forgotten what furry friends were, Briefly. No,
0: I didn't mention that, but Leanne got in contact uh, right. with us yes. on... Facebook or Instagram or something. Yeah. And she pointed it out mm. and it came rushing back to me. I was like, yes, that's what they were.
1: Well, you made me so excited about furry friends on the weekend. I went and bought a packet. Did uh, you? I did. And I ate them and only after eating them found out they had gluten. So, Oh, really? <laughs> that was a mistake in my weekend. But you know what? Honestly, I stand by it. It was worth it.
0: Were they good? They were
1: great. Have you had a furry friend recently? No. I've got some at I've home. never had
0: one. You've, <laughs>
1: you've never had a furry friend? I don't think so. Oh man. Do you want to come to my place? Where I know it's late. But I've got some furry friends if you want one.
0: Uh, Could you just bring it tomorrow?
1: (laughs) I mean, I guess that logically makes more sense.
0: Yeah. I see the difference, and I don't know if you could relate to this, (laughs) is when I hear about a chocolate, (laughs) I can wait 24 hours before I have it. I don't have to drop everything I'm doing. (laughs) I <laughs> you not know, get it.
1: Uh, secondly on the forum today, Zach, uh, Rondog18 uh, has left a review wanting to know if I want to go for an icebreaker Chino uh, with them because they say that they love Dairy and Doctor Who, which are two of my top loves, Zach.
0: I would have to be there to make you the icebreaker Chino. Of course, it's your And trademark. I'd be happy to do that, Dom.
1: So you'd make Rondog 18 and I an icebreaker Chino?
0: Yeah, and I reckon second time around, I would make them a lot better as well. So Yes, okay. Uh, you could have your choice of icebreaker Chino.
1: Well, I actually thought that. I was reflecting back on your icebreaker Chino, which obviously was a few weeks ago. You cut a step out of the coffee-making process. Instead of having beans involved, you just froth icebreak mm-hmm. in the, the milk frother. And I've got to say... For a first attempt. So, you know, some of the greatest inventors of all time. took Takes them 10, 15, 20 years of their life to perfect their product. Mm-hmm. you got a first go.
0: I reckon what we do next time mm. is we bring a barista in. Okay. So I'm not doing it. Do you know what I mean? Because right. I really I don't know what I'm doing. Yes. Botching it up. But baristas, if we could get like an icebreak fern on the top. Right. Something representing icebreak on top. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think that would really... Mwah.
1: Well, I think that sounds like a great idea and I'd love to see, you know, what, it, what touch a barista could bring to your amazing invention. You know what I mean? It's like, you've come up with a theory, yep. you've come up with a new game plan of a, for a football team. Now let's get the best athletes to perfect what it. What I
0: imagine would have happened mm. when the Wright brothers <laughs> invented heavier than air flight. Yes. Is they would have driven those balsa wood or those wood planes <laughs> around a little bit. Mm. They would have got off. And they would have caught in contact with a pilot. You know, somebody and they who, said, now yeah. you see what you can do with it.
1: Absolutely. Because if I
0: could fly it, you must be really good. Now, at the time, there was no planes. So <laughs> they didn't know that they were a pilot. It was a surprise to them. Yes. But I'm sure once um, they got in the plane, they realized their God given talent.
1: Uh, Next on the forum, Zach, Paul the legend's gotten in touch. Now, I need to give a bit of a mention to Paul, Zach, because Paul is actually the person who uh, was our whistleblower last week when you accidentally gave an unsolicited shout-out on the show. Oh! So you, unsolicited on Monday night last week, gave a shout-out. We're only allowed one per week in the courtroom. It's been a scandal.
0: And, you know, I apologise. And Mm. you know what? I'm actually going to thank Paul. Yes. Because I need to be held to... account you do for how many shout outs we give of course and if we are ever found to give out too many shout outs it should be brought to our attention
1: can i just say i think you'd agree with me that if either of us were to give out uh, a wrong shout out we want the punishment of course we deserve it
0: um you feel like that that is how we can make the ledger clear
1: yeah, I, I agree. So, look, thank you so much, Paul, for pointing that out. Uh, he did say that this must not go unnot- uh, This must not go unnoticed and justice should be served. I hope you feel that justice has been served there, Paul. Uh, and lastly on the forum today, Zach, Loz Rav has gotten in touch. Uh, she suggested a few weeks ago that perhaps it would be a good idea for, if I lost a challenge, to go vegan for a week. That's right. Um, which we then discussed was probably the biggest challenge I could possibly confront.
0: Do you even know what veganism is?
1: It's nothing from an animal at all, isn't it? I know that. And I know that everything I consume is from an animal. I'm the opposite of a vegan. I won't touch it if it's not from an animal. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, the um, violet crumbles are out. (laughs)
1: That's true. crunchies. Yeah, because all the milk chocolate, of course.
0: I was also thinking of the bees.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Would vegans be against honeycomb? (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Uh, I
0: think so. Maybe that's something that divides them.
1: Uh, Because I feel like bees are happy to pollinate the honeycomb. Yeah, but they? there
0: must be some, they must have some use for the honey.
1: Yeah. Why would they line. be making it? Yeah. We'll have to look into that. Uh, but maybe if you do know, let us know. But uh, look, Rav has gone on to say that they're vegan themselves and are, uh, they're part of a few vegan online forums. Now, I think you mentioned, Zach, if I joined a vegan online forum, it would just be trying to find hacks of the junk food I could still eat.
0: Yeah. You'd just be a list of... <laughs> <laughs> Oreos. I think we found out that Pringles were also vegan.
1: Uh, well, Loz says that uh, apparently that's 99% of the forum already. And it's oh, given really? us a list of vegan treats. Oh, you'd fit in. Uh, Oreos, Burger Rings, Skittles, and even some brands of Sour Patch Kids and Jellies are on the list.
0: I love that Burger Rings are on there, Dom. Because yes. they're a personal favourite of mine. Okay. And also, it's misleading because burgers... Yes. Usually
1: i made out of meat. So look, I think that's a, th- I will say if I ever had to become vegan, that list gives me a bit of hope.
0: Yep. Well, You'd I'm have burger that, rings around the clock. <laughs> oh, Sour absolutely. Patch Kids.
1: Skittles would be uh, my daily thing. You
0: um, currently eat Skittles as your fruit intake anyway, don't you? <laughs> they're like, get your two and five. And you're like, yeah, I have five of the green Skittles. <laughs> so I think they're good for you.
1: And I think two of the strawberry ones. So that's a perfect <laughs> one. There's my fruit. Uh, Look, that is all we've got time for on the forum in this sitting, Zach. But if you do want to be a part of it, we'd love you to join. Uh, All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave your five-star rating, it's your ticket price in, write whatever you want uh, in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the show.
2: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's pet name game.
0: On thirteen ten sixty, if you have a pet, you are eligible to play this game. Mm. We have a theory that if you tell us your pet name, we can tell you what animal it is.
1: It's a proper scientific theory, Zach. That's, That's right, Dom. right. We were in the lab. We got the lab coats on. We're putting it to the test. And the first, uh, the first test subject is Brooke in the Central Coast. Brooke, what's your pet's name?
2: Um, hey guys, um, his name is Hoot. H-O-O-T.
1: Hoot. Hoot was it? Hoot. Can yeah. you can you have an owl as a pet? is my first question to you, Zach. Because oh, I, cause Hoot, I she, don't know, to be honest. Hoot would be the biggest owl name is my first thought. But I got a question for you, Brooke. Uh, can I just get you to tell us who named the pet? Who came up with that name? Uh, my twin. Your twin? Yeah. Okay. How old was the twin at the time? Uh, two. Two. Okay. Okay.
0: Well, this is an <laughs> animal that has lived a life yes. that has sustained a human becoming an adult.
1: <laughs> it's not a goldfish. It's no. my first thought. Uh, okay. Well, let's All put it this a test.
0: Be- oh, jeez. I have no idea. I'm thinking dog, but... Mm. Did, I don't even ever know if a dog would live that long. I was going to say horse. Yeah. What's the life expectancy of a horse?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> don't put me on the spot like that. I'm guessing long enough for that. Okay, let's They'd go horse. A while. Let's go horse. Brooke, is who to horse? No, he's a fish.
2: What?
1: <laughs> How long has that fish been alive for,
2: Brooke?
1: <laughs> um, a couple of months. It's going strong. You said the twin named it. Yeah.
0: Your, tw- as in, oh, sorry, your child who is a twin.
1: Oh. yeah. But-
0: oh. <laughs> okay, Brooke, sorry. I thought, we, we thought you meant your twin.
1: I was about to ask how old you were there, Brooke, and what you're doing up so late. <laughs> and
0: we have the world's most advanced two-year-old. Okay, uh, no that makes sense.
1: Uh, th- that's why that theory didn't work, because no, okay, we got thrown off.
0: That's not our fault. <laughs> that was just a miscommunication.
1: Uh, Jennifer in Sydney, uh, what's your pet's name? Kickoff What was it? Kierkov. K-I-R-K-O-V. It's Russian. Kickoff. Yeah. Kickoff. Okay, well, let's not worry <laughs> on the pronunciation of that one. Uh, Jennifer, can I ask you to call your pet like you would if it was up the other end of the house? Use your pet voice.
2: Kickoff.
0: Come
1: on. Kick off! Okay, that's mm. an interesting... It's not a bulldog, is my first thought. Oh it could Why be. not? No, what's, what's the really big dogs? <laughs> I don't know a lot great about... Great Dane. Great Dane. I don't know if you'd call a Great Dane with such tenderness, such gentleness in the voice.
0: Oh, it's definitely a dog. I'm
1: locking in dogs Let's straight go to away. dog. Jennifer, is it a dog? It is a dog. Oh! oh! Yes. Dom, have we ever
0: got more than one out of three? Is this going for a record?
1: Uh, it's pretty close <laughs> to a record. Jennifer, can I just ask briefly, what was the reason for the name? Um, my husband is from Romania,
0: so okay. he speaks Russian, and he always had...
1: Visions of having a beautiful, amazing, big dog. Right. Okay. Now that, that that makes sense, I think. Um, I think we sensed, Zach, the theory's working, and now we can go for a record. I I'm think nervous. we need more
0: appropriate music, Dom. Do we have anything with more suspense? Oh, you want something more? I mean, if you want to go a... for a record,
1: that's true. How's that for you?
0: A little bit better. <laughs> we have Katrina in Melbourne. <laughs> Katrina, what's your pet's name?
2: Hey guys, its name's Pepper.
0: Pepper. Pepper. And can I ask, Katrina, where does Pepper yeah. sleep?
2: Pepper sleeps in
1: our lounge room.
0: In the lounge room. Well, oh,
1: that's interesting, isn't it? Pepper in oh. the
0: lounge room. Oh, because I was originally thinking dog, but do dogs sleep in the lounge room? Because I was thinking a dog might sleep in a bedroom, in the laundry, mm. in the lounge
1: room. I don't know. You know what you might keep in the lounge room? What's that? A fish or a bird. I could see a bird in the lounge room.
0: And I can see a bird being Pepper.
1: So can I Pepper the bird. Oh, is that...
0: Oh, a- oh. It's better in the works. Yeah. Pepper the pig.
1: Katrina is not having a pig sleep in her lounge room. It
0: could be a teacup pig.
1: (laughs) I don't know if you'd have that sleep in the lounge room. I think we've got to go bird. Okay, we'll go bird. Uh, Katrina, is Pepper a bird? No, he's not. He's a dwarf lop rabbit. (laughs) Ah, rabbit. So close. I feel like pig was close. I mean, in the sense, it was also an animal with four legs. I mean, and they both are found on farms (laughs) occasionally. Oh well, look. You know what? We still ended up with one out of three, and by our past few weeks, that's pretty good.
2: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
0: Dom, there's a new thing in parks Mm. that can really annoy you. Really? Yeah, you know when you'd go to a park, you'd put down your blanket, yep. you'd sit down, you'd read a book.
1: Maybe jump on the swing set for a little bit. The sure, you one, might do that.
0: <laughs> I gave that up a few years ago.
1: <laughs> oh no, the swing set is a staple of my park visits.
0: The things you used to have to look out for. Mm. Ants.
1: Oh yes, ants are awful.
0: Um, maybe like sitting in dog poo, or dogs in general running over to you.
1: Yeah, especially if you might have some, uh, maybe some, some meat you're having for lunch, the dogs might try and steal that.
0: Again, I gave up meat a while ago, but... <laughs> The difference between you and
1: I. (laughs) This is why we don't go to the park very often. We have such different park schedules.
0: Well, Dom, there's a new thing you have to watch out for. See, because I was in a park yesterday. I was trying to lie down. I was trying to have a Sunday afternoon relaxing time at the park. However, all I can hear in the park is this. You know what this is? What is this? A drone going Uh... back and forth over my head. Uh, well, I'm trying to sleep, Dom.
1: My initial thought was it was a hive of bees, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> which would be more terrifying. <laughs> but very similar. When you yes. have your eyes shut, you don't know which <laughs> is which. Was it... So what, how close was the drone to you?
0: Oh, I mean, it was an appropriate distance, 10, 20 metres or something like that. But I mean... There's people yelling out, why isn't the drone following me? Yeah. It should be following me. At one stage, there was a bird fighting the drone, <laughs> which I thought was actually just like a problem with nature. I don't think you should like no. instigate fights. You
1: don't want to start the famous bird drone wars as well. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the rubber that will last many years. I just See, think there
0: should be like, there's no fly zones with aeroplanes.
1: <laughs> right. Could we true. not have that in parks? Well, I just think the whole reason you go to a park is to hear the birds song. Maybe hear the wind in the trees. Maybe hear if there's a lake, a lake Robust. You don't want to hear somebody with a new Troy drone.
0: You know what it's like, Dom? Yeah. You know how annoying it is when you're trying to get to sleep and there's a mosquito flying around yes. your ear? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Imagine a mosquito the size of a magpie. <laughs> and that's what a drone is.
1: <laughs> Uh, that is all we got time for on the show tonight. We are starting our anti-drone wars tonight. Is that right? The protest? I like drones. I want one. <laughs> I just don't want them to fly over me while oh, I'm trying to sleep. This is an envy thing, is it? It's, that's Maybe what it's a all little
0: about. bit of that. I don't know. Uh,
1: if you do want to hear the whole show back, you can grab the podcast, search for Collective Now on iTunes. You'll find it there. We'll see you tomorrow night. Bye. Oh, yeah. That's
2: all from Collective Now. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.